0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa wood If you had to ask me, um, or someone were to ask me and say, okay, pastor, advise me, counsel me, talk to me. What do I need to do for this year to be different than any other years?" So I'm going to try to do that. I, cannot, I can't do all that in 30 minutes. 45 minutes so I'll take my time and I'll try to help you by the help of the Holy Spirit get you on the right track amen so many people live without dreams and goals because they just lost hope they just give up in despair and year after year year after year year they go through the same thing and nothing changes but you see God does not work for a pessimist does uh, not seek pessimists, who accept opportunities as difficulties. But God seeks the people of faith who accept difficulties as opportunities. He works with those who carry dreams. And we'll look at that here in our lesson. Turn with me to Joshua chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Joshua chapter 1, verse 3. He says that, Let's let's start from verse one. Uh to read it in context. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land that I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Verse 3, very specific. Every place that the soul of your food will tread upon i have given you as i said to moses from the wilderness and this lebanon as far as the great river the river euphrates all the land of the hittite into the great sea to where the going down of the sun shall be your territory shall be your territory Notice notice that god is very specific a very clear, defined geographical area, he says, will be their territory. And if you see, to, to understand, you have to get the background of this. Moses was a very great man of God. Uh, he, God describes him that, that some people are prayed to them in dreams and visions, but Moses is my friend. I talk to him face to face. Other prophets, I'll show myself to them some other way, but Mo, not at all with Moses. So, this is the shoes that Joshua fills. He tells him explicitly. Moses is dead, he's gone. Now you have the baton, you have the mantle to carry these people to the children of to, to the children of Israel to the promised land. So the first thing is that God is very clear. He's, he's not, not busy around. He says, From the wilderness in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittite to the great sea, toward the going down of the sea, shall be your territory. So the very first key, you see, um, Oswald Sanders wrote in his book, Spiritual Leadership, that a pessimist is never a great leader. And pessimism always looks at the wrong side of every opportunity. However, an optimist takes all difficulties as an opportunity. So we should believe in our good God and move forward with faith we have to keep trusting the lord so he steps into these shoes and in this new year i pray that we will welcome the year with hopeful dreams because god is with us have a very so the first key is to have a very clear goal (laughs) thank you lord jesus very very clear god's goal is very definite to Joshua. It tells him exactly where they are going to possess. Now, Russell Conwell, he was the founder of Temple University. And right after World War I, there were only four thousand um, and forty-three millionaires in America. And out of them, there were only even 69 high school graduates among those millionaires. So he started researching and, and then he found, he found out that the difference between the people that were millionaires was that they had a clear goal, even though they might not have had higher education, um, they lack money, education, all, all these things, the, the, ver- the key difference was that they had a clear goal and, and you see at the start of the new year, I pray you see your goals must be your goals must start from a spiritual standpoint. Have a very clear goal and begin to move in that direction and 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 a neurosurgeon also did a research and they actually found that um is this morning i'm just I'm just teaching <laughs> they actually found out that. If you don't have a clear goal, your brain cells become very dormant, with no clear direction, and the, and, and 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 they wander around. Um, your judgment becomes slow, and your determination becomes very blurry. But if you have a clear goal, The frontal lobe in your brain will be is activated so your whole brain moves in perfect order (laughs) so when you have a clear goal your brain is alive i said your brain is alive your brain is alive so the first thing have a clear goal in this new year very important turn your bibles with me to philippians chapter 3 Verse 13, notice this, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. He says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He says, I don't, I don't consider myself to have arrived. There is one thing that I do. Forgetting those things that are behind, I press. I reach forward. So, you see, your past can hinder you. Your past can hinder you in, in, in two ways. Your past success can cause you to settle. And then your past failures can also cause you to settle. Both are not good. So he's been doing God's work, going for some time, and he says that, look, I don't consider myself to have arrived. I mean, this is somebody that in his his writings, in some of his writings, he was carried up to heaven. Saw things that he couldn't even speak. Saw mighty things in his life. Uh, Some of the things that he saw, uh, some people, uh, some of us saw even... 0.0001% 0.0001% who think that we have arrived spiritually and settled. And he said, No, 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 no. I don't consider myself to have arrived. But there is this one thing, so I'm not going to let my past hinder me from my future. Really, you can't change anything about the past. You can draw some lessons from there, but you can't change anything. So I'm not going to settle, let my past keep me. And this morning I sense in my heart, I am speaking to somebody in the name of the Lord Jesus. They are looking in the rear view mirror and they are saying, can anything good come out of my life? Can anything change? Oh, I've made a mess of my life. Oh, I've made so many mistakes but in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus God is saying to you on this New Year's Day that in the name of Jesus I have a new beginning for you I have a fresh start for you in the name of Jesus I want to give you a new and a fresh start. things will be different for you this year things will be different for you this year in the mighty name of the lord jesus so i forget what is behind and i press toward the goal i, I learned very early in my life um, my dad taught me very early to have a goal uh, you see uh, between high school and um and going to to college There was a period of time where I was at home and um, one of the very first things he will ask me when I wake up in the morning is what's the plan? Even though you did not have anything to study, you are just getting ready for college, he will still ask you what is is the plan for today. That means that you don't waste the day. Get up every morning and take a shower and have a plan. (laughs) But every day, What's the plan? What's the plan for today? Do that. Every, every month, what's the plan? What's the goal? Every, your life moves in that direction. Once you have a plan, you have a goal, you are pressing towards something. He says, I press. That's what drives you. I press the goal. I press towards the goal. For the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So have a goal for every, a clear-cut goal for every area of your life. When you do that, you will not waste your materials, time, and effort, but you are able to concentrate on that goal. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It applies in every, have a goal, a goal for a vision for every area of your life. Paul Meyer was, I mean, he set an um, insurance sales records um, in, in, in his time. And he was from a very poor migrant family. But he became a millionaire by the age of 27. And he said that the secret. Of his success lay in in being in a single minded focus. And 75% of his accomplishments were due to a set goal. Therefore, he advised that if you want to succeed, take out a pen and paper and write what you want. Write it down what you want to achieve. And you see, that's scriptural. Go with me to Habakkuk chapter 3, chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Habakkuk chapter 2. Notice this. He says this. I will stand stand my watch and set myself on the rampant and what to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run, who reads it? For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Write the vision. Write it down. One year, somebody uh, was teaching like this, and then somebody took took, took it upon themselves, and they wrote it down, that this is what they wanted to accomplish. And in a year or two, or 18 months, or whatever, I think they were going for a a, a higher degree. They accomplished that goal. You see? Right, it's biblical. This is this is God's holy scripture. Right, he's showing to Habakkuk certain things, and he's saying that write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Key issue that he may run. Who reads it? have a dream all the time and when we cooperate with God we will see it fulfilled in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Psalm 81 verse 10 he says, us I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt open your mouth wide and i will fill it hallelujah (laughs) so a dream is a vessel of accomplishments god fills us and gives us good things through the vessel of the dream. open your mouth wide one time elisha the servant of elisha one of the servants of the prophet died and when he died he left left a lot of debt and the woman came to elisha and was crying and said so, oh please can you do something and elijah elisha told, told her go and borrow vessel. And shut the door behind you and the oil that you have, keep pouring it, keep pouring it, keep pouring it, and after that, sell that and use that to pay your debt. Uh, but you see, she had to supply the vessels, so she sent her sons going to the neighborhood. Imagine you are at, at, at home, and then somebody comes and says, Can I have a, a job? What, what do you want a jar for? <laughs> it's, are you give me a jar? They keep knocking. Do you have any jars? <laughs> can I, can I put a, a jar? doesn't make sense from the natural standpoint. But she's acting on the word of God. And when she did, The vessel, the oil, kept continuing flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing, flowing till everything was full. But see, those, those jars were the vessel. The dream is like that. The Holy Spirit works with us through dreams and visions. So have a vision for every aspect of your life concerning your health, your finances your um every every, every area spiritually have a good have a dream every day target that you will read the bible you'll be amazed as to how that will make a difference in your life read a portion of the bible See, the bible is god's wisdom in print Actually, the the chapter that we just read to Joshua, he gave him the secret of success. And that success was based on the word of God. Because he's going to face all these giants, all these nations. If he doesn't focus on the word of God, and he focuses on those nations, he's going to get discouraged. Every day, read the Bible. When I was growing up, we and that time is in time around, we call it quiet time. So that means you get up early in the morning, instead of just getting up and rushing out the door, get up a little earlier and spend some quiet time with the Lord. You pray, you read your Bible, you ask God, What are you saying to me today? What do you have me to do? You see, your job is not the first thing. Even if you are working a job, you are there on an assignment. So, Lord, what, what, ask him the same question, that my daddy? What's the plan for today? <laughs> just talk to your father. <laughs> what's the plan? And you'll be amazed. Spend some quiet time before God. That's a spiritual goal. Read the Bible. You'll be amazed as to the wisdom that you will get just by practicing that. Very important you, you live with peace in your heart you live with joy in your heart you interact with people better that way actually so that's a spiritual goal every area set a, set a goal clear-cut very 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 important and, 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 and it makes it makes all the difference a psychologist made, did an experiment. Um, we are focusing on this area because, because the thing is, you can't just, uh, that we said you can't shoot at a moving target. You have to have a target that you are, you are aiming for. So they did an experiment and they said, oh, you, everybody should write down what they do want to um, accomplish. And the people that wrote it down, again, some ended up with higher degree some of some sort of move into a good house a different house different things and ultimately it came to pass God works with us is when the Holy Spirit is there there will be dreams and there will be visions we see that in the book of Acts he says on the in the last days thank you Lord Jesus Acts chapter 2 notice when the Holy Spirit came down on the day of Pentecost he says in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, he says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my, my spirit on all flesh. Then what will happen? Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions your old man saw dream dreams when the holy spirit is there there will be visions and there will be dreams it just it just, it just goes with it dreams and visions are the language of the holy spirit when he's dead there, there will be dreams and there will be visions and God works through that Notice he says that in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 He says for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure God works in you both to will and to do His good pleasure. When the spirit of God gives you a dream in your heart, God works with you through that to accomplish it. That's how God works. I mean, how God works. One of the ways he works. For instance, take the life of Joseph. Among the 12 sons of Jacob, Joseph had a dream in his heart. And the dream that he saw was that his father and his brothers will be bowing down to him. <laughs> when he went to say it, his brothers uh, and were like, "What? What do you mean? You little child like this? They, i mean, what, I mean, no, the, the the last but one. You mean we'll bow down to you? It's not going to happen today or tomorrow. Forget it." But Joseph cherished that dream in his heart. And through being in the pit, through being in prison, through all the difficulties, that dream was in his heart. God was showing him ahead what was coming. God communicates with us through dreams and visions. And in the process of time, that dream came to pass it took a while it took a little bit but sooner or later it came to pass the dream the goal the vision that god gives you that's why he said to habakkuk wait for it even though it tarries wait for it it shall come to pass 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 It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. In this year, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the dreams, the visions, some of it may have been lying dormant for a very long time. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, as you cooperate with God, as you work with God, as you put him first in every area of your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, like a dream of the night, you may sleep in one condition, you will wake up in another condition. You will see that dream be fulfilled. It shall come to pass. 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 Do it, Taris? Wait for it. So have a clear-cut goal. Two, press on toward that goal. Three, have a dream. Very important. The work of the Holy Spirit will be accomplished in our lives when we have a dream and work towards it thank you lord jesus and then fall. there's a principle in the bible there's a principle in the bible and it's as all us can be practice the principle of sowing and reaping now in genesis chapter 8 verse 22 genesis chapter 8 verse 22 thank you lord jesus genesis 8 22. right after the flood when they came out of um, when they came out of of the ark god said in Genesis eight twenty two, he says, While the earth remains, sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. These are cycles that go on all the time. Uh, we can't change it. It's here. Right now we are in 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 in, in winter. Very soon springtime is going to come. Very soon we'll go into summer. Then we go into fall. Then we start all over again. He says, as long as the earth remains, these cycles will continue. And Jesus. You see when he came if you if you want to know God no look at Jesus Jesus was God manifest in the flesh and he's our example how many of us want to be like Jesus All of us want to be like Jesus and, and it's interesting it, 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 it's, it's very interesting that, and, and this, is, this, 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 is what, this is what gets some t- sometimes people will not, not understand. Uh, Jesus is not here in the flesh. But all over the world, millions of people love Jesus and follow him. How do you explain that? <laughs> For one thing, Jesus is alive. He's not dead. I said Jesus is alive he's not dead Amen. 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 now in Luke chapter 6 applying this principle in in your life and it will make it will make a difference in Luke chapter 6 Jesus was talking about these these cycles his teaching is a very long is a very long teaching um, his message is on the blessing starting from verse 20 and then he keeps going on and on and on and on and on you see that principle of sowing and reaping all throughout uh, that teaching when you give love uh you will experience love when you bless you will walk in the blessing when you pray for your enemies uh you are sowing a good seed when you give, verse 30, give to everyone to who asks you. And from him who takes away your good, do not ask them back. And notice verse 31. That whole, that whole teaching is about this thing about sowing and reaping. It says, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. Just this principle will solve a lot of relationship issues. You see, whatever you want somebody else to do to you, you do to them. If you are sowing a good seed, it will come back to you as well so he goes through all of this. so sometimes and when he gets to verse 38 for instance verse 37 he says judge not and you will not be judged condemn not and you will not be condemned don't so don't sow this and you will not reap this you sow this you are going to reap this forgive and you will be forgiven huge Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Practice forgiveness. Get your forgiver up this year. You will need it along the, along the, along the way. Give, verse 38, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. You have to keep it in context. He's talking about judging others, condemning, forgiving, giving. Keep it in context. You see. So when you when you practice these things in your life, life will be different. Don't condemn. Don't judge. Forgive, and you receive a plenty of forgiveness. Give, love give of your finances give of your time give of your treasure your talents the more you use your talent that god has given to you the more that you you receive the more that you give this year practice it i'm going to be faithful in giving my tithe and offering your tithe is not a donation to the church no 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 <laughs> it's a spiritual transaction <laughs> that God that, that God gets get God involved in your finances <laughs> he, say, that he, he says notice this the apostle Paul also repeats a similar principle Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 he says do not be deceived God is not mocked <laughs> For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You, you, you can't on you God. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that principle from Genesis, the, the, earth, the earth still remains. We are, we are on the earth, right? the last time i checked no one is, is sitting in <laughs> uh, on cloud 9 <laughs> we this is the air, the earth still remains so he says these cycles will still be going on in the earth and whatever a man sows that's what he's going to receive if he sows to his flesh He will reap corruption. But if he sows to the spirit, will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary. Let us not grow weary. Let us not grow weary while doing good. Let us not give up. Let us not grow weary while doing good. Let us, Let us not grow weary while doing good. 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 For in due season. In due season, this year will be someone's due season. All the good seeds that you have sown in your past you will begin to harvest and whatever you are going to see in your future begin to sow good seeds now the seeds of your time your talent your kindness good deeds your finances into the kingdom of god begin to sow now start now somebody say i've been sowing wild oats well Remove those ones and let's start our friends. This is a new year. We want a new beginning. Amen. Begin to sow good oats. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us not be weary while doing good. For in due season, season Your your due season is coming. Your due season is coming. Your due season is coming. Your due season is coming your due season is coming your due season is coming and let your life also be a seed in fact that is the biggest seed that you can give the seed of your life my lord and my god one life yielded to god can transform a whole generation Notice Jesus, the life of Jesus was a seed. John chapter 12. Practice this. John chapter 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what Jesus said. Verse 24. Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. One grain of wheat by itself abides alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Verse 25. He who lost his life will lose it and he who hates his life, in this world, will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Let your life be a seed. <laughs> your life, completely yielded to the Lord this year, will produce a whole lot. You see, someone said that if you want to change, make a change. If you want this year to be different, make a change. Let your life be yielded to the Lord. Think about Jesus. We were talking earlier about him. One life yielded and planted as a seed. He resurrected and centuries later. That was God's seed. He calls Jesus the seed of David, the seed of Abraham. And God only had one. He said, I'm going to give my seed, sow my seed, yield it for all of humanity. What a mighty seed it was. And when that seed was sown, he says, unless the grain of wheat falls and dies, it abides alone. But when it falls down, goes through the debt process and comes back yields much grain your life is a seed you are not an accident no 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 (laughs) god has a great destiny for your life god has a great plan for your life you are not an accident God created you for a purpose. God created you for a reason. You may not have discovered it. You may not be walking in it. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that as you cooperate with the Lord. <laughs> this year will be different for somebody. Somebody's getting this. My Lord and my God, your life, you see, should be a seed, if, and he compares that seed to, to service, the service of the Lord. This, this, I don't want anybody to be left behind. In uh, Sometimes they say, no child left behind. <laughs> Nobody will be left behind, but you have to take responsibility. Everybody has to take responsibility. You see, the gift of salvation uh, or the new birth is free. Uh, but why doesn't everybody have it? Uh, it's either they haven't heard it, or if they heard it, they turned it down. Uh, but as much as 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 it is free, everybody has to take responsibility uh, to actualize it. <laughs> Financial blessings, prosperity, health—all these things to have it. But why doesn't everybody have it? Uh, everybody has to take responsibility. <laughs> I pray this year you will take responsibility in Jesus' name. Life will be different for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But he sees that Jesus, the life of Jesus, was a seed, it was God's seed that he yielded. In Psalm 22 verse 30 it says, "A seed shall serve him, it shall be counted to the Lord for a generation. A seed shall serve him, it shall be counted to the Lord for a generation. Your service to the Lord, you are not doing the pastoral service. No, 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 no. <laughs> you are helping yourself and your generation. You are helping yourself and others. A seed shall serve him; it shall be counted for a generation. May your generation call you blessed. May your generation call you blessed. May your generation call you blessed. Your, when your life is yielded as a seed, uh, whatever God says, uh, we were talking about this this, this earlier this, this last night. He, his, whatever God says is a delight to you. You delight greatly in His commandments. Oh Lord, what is the plan? I pray in the name of Jesus, may you see the hand of God at work in your life. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Because I've decided to yield my life to the Lord. To serve him. And to help others. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will do the same. And I said, do you have a clear-cut vision? Have a clear-cut goal. And press. 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 Towards that goal. Towards that vision. And in the name of Jesus. As you do take steps. In that direction. You see yourself. Moving towards all that God. Has planned. And purpose. It took a while. But gradually. Joseph. Ended up. Where God. Had planned and purposed for him in the name of jesus you will end up where god has planned and purposed in the mighty name of the lord jesus you will walk in the blessing you will be a blessing proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 let's wrap up with that thank you lord glory be to the name of the Lord, he says, "Where there is no, there is ignorance of God. Crime runs wild, but what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws." Proverbs twenty-nine, verse eighteen. The classic King James or the King James says, "Where there is no vision." The people perish, but he that keeps the law happy is he. And then in the living Bible, the living Bible says, "Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But a wonderful, wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep His law. Where there is no vision, where there is ignorance of God, where there is no everybody, it, it, you just run wild, it's got it. Where there is a vision, where there is a dream, where there is a goal, you will live to fulfill it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Get excited. Get excited. Get happy. (laughs) Delight in God's laws. Delight in his commandments. Psalm 112. Blessed is the man, the person that delights in God. That delights greatly. Everything that God says, you you are excited to do it. That's the key to living. That's the key to seeing a change. When you do that, your life, life will be different. Life will be good. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to yield your life to the Lord. Let your life be a seed every day. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible confess our lives to uh, like running. So the goal and direction are important when running. When we set the right goals and run toward these goals, we'll live a successful and victorious life God has given us this year as a gift and we must run vigorously in the Lord with dreams and goals and let us all become a people of dreams hope and hopes this year in the name of Jesus let's pray thank you Lord glory to God we trust this podcast was a blessing subscribe for more messages like these if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today we would love to hear from you Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.